There it goes. So um, the next verse, 17. Therefore, because God wanted more abundantly to show to the heirs of promise that his agreement was unchangeable, yours says immutability. Nothing can change it. The highest powers cannot change it. The strongest fires cannot change it. The loudest thunder cannot change it. The strongest lightning cannot change it. There is nothing that can change it. The, the Passion Translation 17 says, So, in the same way, God wanted to end all doubt mm. and confirm it even more forcefully to those who would inherit his promises. His purpose was unchangeable, so God added his vow to the promise. Wow. Wow. That is yeah. forcefully... To all of us, yeah. get it, my children, get it, my children. You're part of this promise. Don't think that I was just talking to Abraham. I was talking to you because I saw you before you were formed in your mother's womb. I saw you today. And so I had to make this forcefully known, the unchangeability wow. of my promise that you belong to this promise Anything that brings doubt to you, anyone that brings doubt to you, those voices that bring doubt to you when you're going through a challenge, you let those voices know that God went to extreme lengths to enforce a blessing upon your life. You have a blessing that is enforced by the highest authority there is in all the universe. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. He sealed it by an oath. So I want you to understand that this whole thing about a seal is a powerful thing. Because God had to put a seal to the heirs of promise. I love that we're called the heirs of promise. To know we are forcefully involved in this promise. Yeah. In the same way that Abraham was. A seal to make us all beneficiaries. Remember in the olden days... When a king places a seal on whatever he says, if he writes something out that this will be done to a certain group of people, if he wants to bless a certain group of people or if he wants to destroy them, if he's sending a message out to the people, he will send it with a seal. He would give his ring. They will take his ring and dip That's it seal. in the red wax and seal it. So that everybody knows nothing can change this. Hallelujah. There was nothing that would change the statement that had a seal on it. You can go and read an example of such a thing in Esther 3. I'll just read a little bit of Esther 3. Esther 3 from verse 8. Then Haman said to King Xerxes, there is a certain people dispersed among the peoples in all the provinces of your kingdom who keep themselves separate. Their customs are different from those of all other people, and they do not obey the king's laws. It is not in the king's best interest to tolerate them. If it pleases the king, let a decree be issued to destroy them. And I will give 10,000 talents of silver to the king's administrators for the royal treasury. So the king took his signet ring from his finger and gave it to Haman, son of Hamadetha, the Agitite, the enemy of the Jews. Keep the money, the king said to Haman, and do with the people as you please. 
Then on the 13th day of the first month, the royal secretaries were summoned. They wrote out in the scripts of each province and in the language of each people all Haman's orders to the king's satraps, the governors of the various provinces and nobles of the various peoples. So a letter was drafted by Haman. He had the king's ring, so he was free to make sure that all the leaders within the province will see what the king was saying, and they will act on it because of that seal. These were written in the name of King Xerxes himself and sealed with his own ring. Hmm. So Haman devised a wicked plan to destroy the Jews. The king gave him his ring to effect that plan of Haman's. Haman even put his money to it. So when you want a plan to be effective, you will get a seal from the king and he invested his own money. And that's why we put our money to the things that we are passionate about. But the king told him to keep his money. Just take my ring, go effect that. And so he sealed it and everybody knew that they had to have the Jews destroyed. And if you read further into the story, the Jews were Esther's people. And that's why Esther had to fight by fasting and praying and asking the Jews to fast and pray. And they still celebrate that till today because they were to be destroyed on that day. The king allowed her to come to him during a time she was not allowed to come. It was established that that wasn't the time to see the king. But because she had fasted and prayed and trusted in the Lord, the king welcomed her in. But remember, the seal of the king established that Esther's people were to be killed. So when Esther came and cried out to the king, the king loved her so much. The king made sure Haman was killed and his entire family. The king did all of this after the fact. He could not stop the killing of the Israelites because that decree had his seal on it. The only thing he could do was to send out another decree with his seal on it, which said that the Israelites should fight for themselves. It couldn't be annulled. That statement of fighting and killing the Jews could not be annulled because of that seal. Wow. He couldn't even take back his own, his own thing. He couldn't. And this is what the leaders did. Even if you read Daniel, it was the same thing. When yeah. they wanted to kill Daniel, they wanted to get rid of him. They went and talked the king into destroying Daniel by putting out a statement and taking the king's ring and sealing that statement with the king's ring. And then they didn't even tell the king that it was Daniel. The king finds out it's Daniel. It's like, oh, Daniel, may the Lord deliver you. This was somebody he loved, he cherished. I'm telling you, whether it was his wife or his child, there is nothing the king can do to alter something that has his seal on it. So that was why the king was saying that to Daniel. He was like, well, I hope your God delivers you. Yes. I can't do anything to stop this. Yes. He couldn't oh. sleep. Early in the morning, he went to the pits and said, Daniel, did you, how can you throw somebody in the lion's den? And then you're coming there to ask, you know, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Daniel must have been a special person for you to think that he will still be alive. I sure hope that lion didn't eat you, boy. I know. <laughs> 
So this is the power of the seal. You can't deliver your loved one. Once there's a seal to it. And this is why God wants us to understand that he has sealed our blessings with himself. With the whole of himself. That by these two immutable things, his oath and his promise, unchangeable facets of God, that you are eternally blessed. Hey, Nadia, if you go on to to 18. Okay, let's go on to 18. In the TPT, it says, so it is impossible for God to lie, for we know that his promise and his vow will never change. Amen. In Daniel's situation, when Daniel knew that the document had been signed, that was where he went to his house, where he had the windows in his upper chamber open. And then he got down on his knees three times a day and he prayed to God. Yeah. You can just imagine when a doctor gives you a bad report and you think that's the end of your life. Yeah. And then you'll be like, but then God. Now God is praying that if I have made a promise because I've sealed it, it's going to come to pass. But Daniel knew his life depended on this uh, decree that has been made by the king. But despite that. He chose to believe God's report somehow. Wow. Compared to, you know, his life has been changed. That is the end of him. He knew definitely he was going to be put into the lion's den. But the Bible says because he knew there was a decree, that was when he went to his room. He opened the window mm-hmm. and he prayed. Regardless of what the situation is, if God says a thing, he will bring it to pass. Because Beautiful. Says, I love that you brought that out. Daniel is what we should be. As sure and as certain as that seal and that statement that had that seal on it was against Daniel, he was in covenant with a being that has set out a seal that overrides every other statement. He was in covenant with a God whose authority overrode every authority in all the earth. The highest of powers was who Daniel was in cahoot with. And so he knew that the decree of heaven that was established generations before him was going to speak for him in whatever area it was going to defend him. It was going to stay true. It was unchangeable. And the unchangeability of that seal of promise and oath was more powerful than anyone could bring forth and that is what god wants you and i to be today these declarations these vows these oaths with these seals were not fair they were done from an evil motive but once they were sealed they will take effect yes and not only was it an evil motive it was selfishness too it's like you know, wanting it just to be so because you wanted it to be so. Yeah. So you can see that if we're not rooted in the Lord, if the kingdom of darkness sits together and connives and they say that they are going to curse us and they've established that, it can't take effect if we don't run to our anchor and declare his promise to override that. Because people died because of this, this oaths and this covenants and this vows and this things that had the seal of a king. Mm. Wow. 
So these are high-level things. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, rulers, authority, right. kings. Mm. This is still going on. Yeah, that's why, like, the Freemasons and other people make those vows. Yeah, thank you. People don't understand that that's what that is. They think, oh, it's just a secret society. It's like, yes. No. Why do you think they make you take those oaths? It's because they want you bound to the demonic yeah. seats of Satan. Yeah. They want you anchored to the demonic seats of Names. Satan. And if you willingly come into that anchor, then God will not forcefully enforce his own on your life. Yeah. Except wow. you come to Jesus, then he will enforce that promise on your life because those promises were made in Jesus and in Abraham. They were made in whatever demonic thing you were a part of. Whatever the leader of your occult is, or that organization is, God did not do that. Remember, he's the your highest authority. So we can choose where we anchor our promises to. By the oaths we take, we anchor ourselves to those things. And our bloodlines can anchor themselves to those things, and it begins to show up in our lives. Oh, we gotta take it to the court, girl. <laughs> Daniel, he saw the forces that were coming against him, and he goes open the window and worships this God that has made this covenant with him. So this is what you do when all these evil forces come at you. They have made these arrangements. They have gathered. They have set their words and statements against you and have released it into the atmosphere as curses. But you go to the one who has established a blessing upon your life and watch those curses fall down. They don't measure up. The powers behind them do not measure up. I am so excited about my book, Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. God is amazing. I can go on and on and think about what the Lord has done so far. But, you know, I just wanted to get on here and thank you so much for all the, <laughs> the support. And thank you for all the feedback I've been getting. Thank you for purchasing this book and buying for loved ones. Some of you bought like seven copies. Some of you bought like five copies. I am so delighted. God wants us to not only stay on the outskirts and say, hey, come, come here, come here. He wants us in his kingdom realm with him. He wants to show us heaven. When Jesus Christ tore the veil, when he died and he took us into heaven, he seated us in heavenly places with God. So right now we are in that seated position. <laughs> it is just an endless life of growing our spirit man. So I found out that when Adam and God were interacting in the beginning, it was all about a spiritual interaction. So he made you and I to have a spiritual interaction consistently. What stopped that? What took us away from that? This is all and so much more you will encounter in Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. So I want you right now, I want to encourage you. Go for it. Go grab your copy. Please grab your copy. Tell me about it. Tell me what the Lord is already doing in your life. Tell me what the Lord is doing in the life of the loved one you will also buy the copy for. 
I encourage you to give the gift of the Spirit.